topic of this evening's Dharma talk is embarrassment. A lot can be said about that, and a lot can be ignored about that. Interesting area, especially when talking about the ego or finding what what is the ego, what is the self-centeredness, that aspect of our life that is shows up as someone who who likes this, doesn't like that and is always constantly judging everything on some level, maybe a mini level or maybe really big level. Interesting thing about embarrassment is people that get embarrassed are actually closer to awakening than the people who are never embarrassed because their, their embarrassment is so covered up by conclusions, opinions, pride, progression, all the other ways we avoid sensitive areas. So to be embarrassed about something is to see someone who's embarrassed about saying the wrong word or saying something incorrectly and then they're corrected by someone else. Right down to table setting, how to set the table. Come in and set the table and have someone come back and say, no, the butter knife actually goes, well, actually, there's no, there's no butter knife. And then, you know, it's like, oh, got that wrong. We all have all kinds of stories about embarrassment, about things that are touchy for us in that way. So, the main thing I wanted to talk about, and I'm happy to ask, uh, respond to question, and someone actually uh, asked, me to talk on this. So when I thought about it, I, thought, well, I don't know what to say about that. But here I am talking about it. And the way it shows up for me is that little embarrassment. I mean, I can give you a person, I don't often give too many personal anecdotes, maybe 30 or 40 of them. Here comes another one. But I remember how, how uh, embarrassed I was in 1990 when Coventino Roshi was at my house. Actually, here in Michigan, and I just remembered uh, so it's hard to put it into words, but I was embarrassed because I didn't know who I was even talking to. I kept trying to conclude something about him, and I couldn't. And it actually took many, many years for me to even realize who was in my house that day. That's kind of embarrassing because I just practiced with the Tungpur J for about 17 years, which includes lots and lots of solitary retreats and long periods of meditation. A bunch of, I would say, a bunch of it. And still, I could not recognize, uh, could not recognize an awakened master. Met him face to face. It's embarrassing. It was embarrassing at the time. A little embarrassing now, but embarrassment can't really find anybody who's embarrassed. So, is that a credential? Um, do whatever you want with it. I could go down a long list of embarrassments, as I'm sure all of you could. 
So the sense of the important part about embarrassment is the leading edge of, of your identity is always out there, unless you're severely, severely or heavily handicapped by constant opinion, constant clamping down, constant, uh, what do they call those, uh, a know-it-all. Someone always knows everything. They can't get embarrassed because, because they just know stuff. And even if they're wrong, they'll show you some way where, no, you're wrong. I think we know a few famous people absolutely no, what, what do we call it, shame. No, it's the same thing as embarrassment, maybe. But no, no remorse. If you, if you say something, do something, hurt someone, or have, have some kind of an error, which is noticeable to everyone, there's, it's just never, it's never you. It's always somebody else. In other words, how you're feeling, whatever that may be, is somebody else's fault. Responsible for your emotions, blame someone else for them. That'll work for a while. Of course, the downside of feeling embarrassed is it sucks. Who wants that? The upside of it is that's a, a tender part of your identity that, that is not particularly defended. Otherwise, that embarrassment wouldn't be. Something you've done, uh, some kind of a social faux pas or, or, or other kind of mistake, you were supposed to do something and then you, then you suddenly realize, oh, I was supposed to do that and I did not, I let someone down. And they're waiting there, maybe in the car waiting for us or at the store or at the bus stop or somewhere we let them down. So we're embarrassed. This is what points right to the self-centeredness. That's that's where you can start there. There's lots of levels to go even deeper than that. Question. Shobhan, you said that there are lots of levels or layers to it. So how do we begin to investigate those levels or those layers? I think it's just a matter of uh, continuing each person with their, the causes and conditions that arise as you or as Unio or as me or Kiyun or anyone that are going to be completely, well, you already know that, I'm not telling you anything new or so incredibly different. But that particular word is uh, what's being referred to there is that area of the consciousness where there's some kind of shame or some kind of thought embarrassment and it's, it's like shame or just a shame and that is the idea there is the self there's some kind of a being that we think we are and uh, to give you a simple example if somebody comes in the room and says Shoka come out here what are you cleaning for? I was thinking about the movie star comment that you made movie, movie what? you see the movie what 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 what, what? Bring it on. What is it? When you said he's kind of tall and looks like a movie star, but then you talk to him and you think no. Yeah. Did she tell you that? <laughs> was that embarrassing? Yeah. Well, that's the stars. You mean I can insult you and you won't be embarrassed? And then I can insult you behind your back, gossip about you, make fun of you, 
in another room to one of your fellow residents, and, and she can come up and tell you about it. It's not embarrassing. You might you may be further along a path than I thought. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> when I insult people, they well, I, I can't remember. So it's not about getting rid of that. It's not about getting rid of anything, but actually use it. That's you by knowing what that's like, knowing what the embarrassment is like. This is how you can help others. So you don't have to, because you can see that even the, the ego that is offended or embarrassed or, you know, kind of worried about what people are going to think, it's unreal. So if it's unreal, you don't have to get rid of that person. Yes. Is the embarrassment that arises in the teacher-student relationship different than embarrassment that arises from something simple like not setting the table correctly? Well, if it's, if it's with a, a, a true teacher, then there isn't anyone else. There isn't anyone but you. So there's quite a bit of difference. One is more relevant and the other is ultimate. Are you embarrassed about a rainstorm? A rainstorm? Yeah. Are you? Okay. More progress. Good question. Sugar buying. Uh, some time ago, you pointed um, out some things that were very difficult really extremely embarrassing and you immediately said how do you think I feel no. what were you pointing to not separate not separate there are no separate beings anywhere it's an incredibly powerful illusion of separation to think there are separate beings. I'm not saying that there's someone here and someone there and someone is leaving the building, someone else is coming in, someone is old, someone's young. Just all the variations. But there isn't any one fundamentally present. There's no identity. That doesn't mean that the causes and conditions that arise as dependent origination, basic teachings of Buddha, there are no separate things anywhere. Everything comes from some kind of apparent other situation. And things come together, the 10,000 things, as it's often said, come together to form separate apparent, the illusion of identity and separation. It's not that it's not there, it's just that there's no fundamental. Nothing substantial there because it won't last. When I say, How do you think I feel? I'm just saying, I'm going through the same thing you are. Same thing comes and goes. What's, what's the difference? You know, I've been telling you for years what, what I say, just pretend that you're one of those ventriloquisms. Am I embarrassed about saying that wrong? Are you embarrassed about hearing it right when I said it wrong? 
Who's embarrassed about what? Yes. Keep smiling. Struck about Can embarrassment arise in ways that are other than the emotional texture, emotional quality? I think it can. You can have embarrassments that you, you don't share with anyone because they're just too embarrassing. No one ever knows that you know. It's like uh, Suzuki Roshi once said, if, if someone is uh, watching you, you can hide from them. But if no one is watching you, you can't hide from yourself. What's that, what is that saying? In other words, the other word would be, you're responsible for who, you, for who you are instead of trying to cover up or be better or improve. Like I often say, don't improve. That doesn't mean you shouldn't relatively improve at some things, but the spiritual path is not about improvement, even though sometimes it's presented that way. You're the one that asked for the talk. I shaved his head earlier. Go ahead. Didn't mean to interrupt you. When you do something that triggers embarrassment in me, is that embarrassment uh, already there? Just or the self-centeredness is, is shielded with ideas, opinions, con conclusions, uh, uh, labeling, naming, all kinds of concepts that's protected. So we're not trying to get rid, people are trying to get rid of dependent origination. They don't want certain things, they want other things. So they don't want emotions or feelings or thoughts that look threatening or bothersome. The one who is, sees what this is, one who's clear about this, is not concerned about what's coming and going. So they, they, they don't mind how they feel, because they're not operating out belief in feelings or belief in thoughts. This doesn't mean they don't have incredibly outrageous feelings of warmth or love or, or irritation or everything. Everything gets to come and go. It's like a, an open building where everything just flows back backwards and forwards and in and out, all over the place. Is that helpful? Any other questions? You can ask me a question? Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole is so embarrassed because she's never asked me a question. Well, that, there was that one time. So, okay, you ask me a question, then I'll go to uh, to show. So you got, you, as soon as you say that, I'll immediately go to him. So you don't have to be embarrassed. Go ahead. Um, I guess I'm wondering how we can help work within the embarrassment instead of running from it. Oh, my goodness, what a great question. It is. It's just a matter of having a willingness to just have that feeling instead of slowly levitating out of the feeling for how to stop it. Who caused it? Why should it be happening? Who's really to blame for this? 
sort of situation that I'm having such uh, trepidation or fear or suffering over. To stay in it. This is what the Bodhisattva path is about. Be with all things, starting with your own with your own emotions about everything. Nothing to fix. Your 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 true nature, who you are, not your ego, but who you are fundamentally, is completely without flaw. But then you have to realize it. Because you can't just think your way into it, even if you talk to you know psychologists or therapists or whatever. not they can't help you somewhat, but they're not not the spiritual path. Warm. Better ask something I'm going to do. Show. So that's a good question. So coming back to it one more time, just if you can, when you feel that, just no covering, no, no abandoning that for what, what it's about or what caused it or how you can stop it or why you shouldn't be there or there it goes again. Any of the rotations around it, just if you can. And it's not about maintaining it, but just feel the texture of that. It's like feeling of a carpet. It's like if you if you live in the cereal city, you'll have lots of boxes of cornflakes. You can just reach in there and just feel the cornflakes. You don't have to know what's in the box. Just feel the texture. So usually, I oh, I have a tendency to hide from embarrassment. So if I notice that after I'm already hiding, should I endeavor to? I wouldn't do much with it. Whatever is happening is dependently risen. So less meddling is the best way. But but be aware of what just occurred. Just notice that you're trying to get out of it. Just just watch it. Just like you would watch a uh, a child, you know, getting into trouble, but not getting into danger. Getting into trouble maybe, but not getting into danger. So a little a little tension on the leash or whatever you want to call it, but not too much, soft touch. Shisho. Shisho Bhai, back to Shoka's question. Uh, I can't understand how there can be an embarrassment between a teacher and a student, especially if the student has given the benefit of doubt to the teacher. Bhai. That question for Shoka? I was wondering, is, it, is that even possible or is there a, that is an indication of not completely giving benefit of doubt to the teacher? That would, that would be correct. But that being said, Shisho, it's also the awareness of not doing that. And so that might, might be take some time to, to trust the teacher, give, Ideally, the thing to do is to trust the teacher, but there's no propaganda around that. That would be up to you. But you'd start out by, well, I'm going to study under this teacher. I need to give the benefit of the doubt to them. And that's not easy to do because the teacher is forever uh, throwing sand in your eyes. Ego language, of course. But they look like they're obstructing you. They look like they're criticizing you, or they look like they're taking advantage of you. But they're not. Any room for questions around that one? 
Christopher. Christopher Bowling. Um, so I've witnessed other people in full on like embarrassment. Is, is, is there something I can do with anything, or should I do anything, or should I just look away, or, or like what? Do I play a role in it? Well, we play, uh, play, play a role in everything, but I would say just it's situational, so you might do any one of those things depending on what the situation was. But uh, recommendation I give to everyone about anything if you don't know what it is, just don't do anything. Don't do anything unless you have to. If you're doing something you don't have to, then 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 some of that embarrassment or whatever the situation is is you're you're trying to control something, you're trying to stop something, you're trying to start something based on your discomfort. So just receive it. If you see that. You know, if, you, if it's really giving the person a hard time, you could drop your gaze. Just don't look right in their eyes. They already have enough attention on themselves. Seto. Seto bowing. That's one thing when I feel embarrassment in front of doing something embarrassing in front of other people. What's ego's game when there's nobody else around and I'm still feeling embarrassment about something? It's it's just self consciousness and taking you know, keeping track of your how you're doing and if you're doing better and if you're doing pretty good and things are getting and then suddenly you do something you see something that you've done that's not even nobody even knows about there's still embarrassment so I mean, when you say what is it it's just more embarrassment but not the kind that other people are looking at it's like uh, Suzuki Roshi's uh, statement there some if you're somebody's watching you you can hide for them hide from them, but if no one is watching watching you, you can't, you can't really hide from yourself. And this would be applicable to people who are training your mind. People who are not, have no mind training, even if they have 180 IQ, uh, that, that high intelligence is going to go into protecting uh, an imaginary self called ego. But if a person can be of average or even low intelligence, and if they're they have a spiritual path. There's a possibility of opening into the fundamental nature of reality, which is pointed out by the Buddha 2,500 years ago. That everything is dependent. There isn't, there isn't any solid being anymore. Thank you. A question from Melissa in Portland. Melissa in Portland. Just recently today, I was insulted at work by an angry golfer front of a young person who I supervise. It was hurtful, embarrassing. How do I use embarrassment as a way to teach? Well, first of all, uh, it depends on what you're going to teach. If you're teaching golfing, I don't know. But if you're teaching the Dharma, I wouldn't teach it. Don't teach, it. Don't teach the Dharma until you have to, until, you have no, until it's choiceless. Because if you're teaching out of your knowledge of the Dharma, we tend to get trapped into all the forms and everything, all the concepts about the teaching, instead of teaching out of uh, what we see. So coming back to my understanding of what might have been going on, especially since uh, I, I know you, Melissa, uh, it was Melissa, wasn't it? Better be. Somebody was taking her job, that's not good. Um, I would say uh, if you, uh, the person who, you have to give some credit to person, the young person that was in your employee or uh, whatever, and give them some credit and maybe talk to them later and ask them how that looked to them. 
don't 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 help them with it. And how does that look to you? You might be surprised to find out that they were pretty amazed by the way you handled it, the way you didn't buy into uh, the irritation or anger or rage or accusatory tone of the person who was berating you or whatever was happening. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily think you have to, knowing you, you don't have to. Who you are is hanging out all over the place also. So you're not, you're not about harming or hurting anyone. Question from Kelly in Grand Rapids. Kelly. Is embarrassment a power struggle? I think there's a little bit of uh, power struggle there, but it's, it's more evidence that uh, an aspect of uh, our imaginary self is highly sensitive. And it's, uh, the, the downside is it doesn't feel very good, but the upside is. That's an, that's an arrow pointing right at something you believe is true that is completely false. I'm not saying, I'm not sure exactly how you're characterizing power struggle. I wouldn't disagree because I'm, I'm feeling there's a way that this could be talked about that it, would, it could show up that way. And if I were to talk to you about it, you're likely to be able to do that. Um, the way in which I'm talking about it here, it's, it's just, uh, we're embarrassed about so embarrassed about who we are, what we're doing. Feel ashamed, perhaps. The downside of it is we feel that way. The upside of it is that might be an easier Dharma gate to enter than the one that is full of pride and bluster, pretentiousness, opinions, because it's softer. It's just a softer area where we're we're where we are willing to be responsible for what we did. What goes on top of that is not only we did that, but then we, we feel like we goofed up or we've done something wrong when, when actually uh, uh, we may not have done anything incorrect at all. It just it was a error, a mistake. So for us to abandon what occurred or how we feel about what occurred, then you're right back to uh, narcissism. A low level of it, it's not to kind of out rampant all over the place, enslaving people. But it's still living out of an assumption that what you think is true. And don't believe your thoughts. Don't disbelieve your thoughts. And don't ignore them. Shoka. Shokabai. Is there a... Is there embarrassment that isn't hooked into pride or shame? How's it look to you? What what brought about the question? Just because you wanted to ask me a question, or you were told by Chazon to start asking questions? Didn't you say that? I guess it's just from the way that you're talking about it tonight. I didn't really quite see that it's hooked into pride or shame. So, I'm just wondering if embarrassment is another form of shame. It is. So, 
was there an embarrassment that isn't um, an aspect of or is tied into your shame? Yeah, it's, but, but it lasts, uh, it's just a flicker. It has no, has no, has no status as a, as some kind of a valid thought or item or something. So we just have a slight embarrassment over mixing things up and other people are standing around saying, no, no, that's, that's incorrect. That goes over here. It's, oh, that's right. So a little flash of embarrassment, but not much, not enough to, to have any continuity. It wouldn't, it wouldn't even, you would, would not even particularly remember it. But a little bit of being corrected by someone or, or corrected by you see that you've done something completely backwards, which other people have done completely forward. You're wrong. <laughs> but it doesn't last. You, you, it has some kind of equanimity or balance to it. So you, you never can, you can't have your way with everything. Some people are have so much toughness and pride, it might not look like pride, they just cannot be wrong about anything. I'm sure we all know somebody that no matter what happens, they have a reason why it's that way. Why what? How do you like that? Okay. Better not be. Don't you know my boss is like that? And What's his name? I've been hearing about him for years, haven't I? Yeah, go ahead. Um, it looks like if he feels any sort of embarrassment or something that's gone wrong, he blames someone else. Yeah. And it's frustrating to be on the end of that or to watch him do that. Yeah. Uh, how do I work with that? Knowing you, you probably already are, aren't you? Is that the Soka Koji Mood? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it's very situational. I think if you're there and you're involved in whatever uh, situation is happening, there could be an opening here where you could say something to him about it. If it's at a distance, maybe if somebody's being hurt or harmed, you could maybe talk to them a little bit. But uh, he's your boss, and you know, how many people work there? Yeah. No. So, you can't make him into somebody else. Didn't she divorce him? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's all sarcastic. And, and, and not that he was a, a terrible person. He, who knows what kind of causes and conditions entered into his life stream when he was three or four years, and, uh, three or four years old and how he was treated and what he's trying to protect. The causes and conditions are unsearchable because they're, they're searchable but you're not going to find anything except more uh more uh, uh cracker crumbs in the forest you, know, you just keep following the cracker crumbs trying to find your way out of there so better off to just stay where you're at and look at what arises but nothing more for me but there's a question from jethro in the uk jethro since I have been working at home more due to the pandemic, I have noticed strong feelings of awkwardness and self-consciousness whenever I walk around in public. This is something I haven't experienced in many years. 
what, if anything, can I do or not do to alleviate this? Or stay home. I continue to use this word situational because it very much is the case. You know, I, ha I would have to be, uh, I would have to talk to you more about it. Assuming you're, you're a meditator, and lots of sitting practices helps us uh, deal with things that are those kind of emotions in a more direct and uh, you could even say responsible way. In other words, you're responding to what's there, not responding to what you think is there. That's not often mentioned when talking about this kind of situation. So. So I also don't know, I don't think we've ever talked. I don't, I don't know for sure. I don't know how old you are. Um, that would, doesn't mean everything, but it's quite a bit sometimes. Literally, I would say stay home. Don't expose yourself to that. Stay home and face the wall. I'm very biased here. I, I, if I could, if I could get every, just go out and, you know, as soon as uh, some guy a little while ago was talking about the wall, and I said, yes, the wall, the wall. But it was a different wall he was talking about. He was talking about a wall to imprison people, and uh, a wall to help people train their mind. Sit down, wall. Uh, uh, the what, sixth century, seventh century Bodhidharma came from China. Uh, no, it came from India to China to. The Dharma, and and he uh, was the legend that he cut out his eyelids. I think, which he didn't. That's just a, a legend to, to tell you what, in no uncertain terms, he kept his eyes open. That's all that means. Sit down, face the wall. He did nine years. You can do more. Nine years is quite a bit, but you could do ten, eleven. Sit down, hold still, and watch what is moving in the mind stream. And it won't be easy to do that, but this seems to be necessary in order to deeply understand the nature, the fundamental nature, the absolute nature, not just the relative nature. Relative is everybody got that figured out. Kevin Bowing, what is occurring when we feel embarrassed for somebody else? Bowing. So it's dependent who it. A lot of dependency there, who it is, and how close we are to them, or. Um, but it's, it's very similar, uh, except that you're, you're transferring that over to them. So it's still embarrassment and it's still about somebody who's doing something wrong or somebody who's mistaken or someone who's making a fool of themselves. As I've sometimes said, and this is something that I understood from having a teacher like Chogyam uh, Trungpa Rinpoche, is if you're a fool, you realize you're a fool, Nobody can make a fool of you. It's just like saying no one can embarrass you. This doesn't mean that embarrassment might not show up somewhat, but it doesn't last long. It's just there, and then it it, it, it gets its its lifetime, or its um, it gets its um, longevity from a, an imaginary self who doesn't want to be embarrassed, or from an imaginary self. Who is kind of cringing at that, or some other person who is projecting 
onto that person how they would feel if they were in that position. In other words, somewhat along the lines of what you're asking about. So it, it is not about correcting any of that. It's not about getting rid of anything, explaining it away. It's about awareness and awareness through all the, the various causes and conditions that arise as our suffering, as our difficulty, as samsara, as a sickness, aging, and death. All of the things that are put upon as being human beings. Train your mind to see fundamentally what is true. If you see it, you're still going to be here. You still might even get embarrassed. You still might have embarrassment. You still might have all kinds of things come and go. But it will not occur to a, a, to a separate being, to someone. Nice show, Bowling. Nice show, go ahead. Um, earlier when you were talking about um, saying embarrassing things about Shoka and feeling the embarrassment yourself, is that the same, is that the same as transferring it onto another? Um, yeah, same thing. Puzzling, isn't it? It's the same thing. The, the, the teacher is not separate from uh, anything. In particular, uh, those who consider themselves students. It's just that there's no solid person there anymore. It doesn't mean that it doesn't, doesn't show up, and in this case, have a robe and have a a monastery and, and have students. But ultimately, there's no one there. This is not a, um, this is not something to promote. This is something to realize. Realize it. Realize it at your kitchen table. Realize it at your local food mart or whatever. Realize it as you're taking out the trash in the morning or in the evening. Realize it. If you don't, if you don't realize it, then it just becomes a thought of something you're trying to accomplish, or understand, or read about, or conclude about, or think about. It has to be seen. It, it is uh, sometimes called a direct perception, and it's not a direct, direct perception of something else, and it's not a direct perception of someone. It's just perception. Further, nice show, further question. Nice show, Bowling. I, I know there's a question, but I can't find it yet, Bowling. It's the best kind. Best kind of question. Don Bowling. It seems like embarrassment involves a lot of my projection of what other people are thinking. So. How do I relate to you as a teacher without worrying about what you're thinking? You, you, better, you better worry about what I'm thinking. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, if that brings embarrassment up, is that right. just part yeah. of the teaching? 
Yeah. Yep. It's it, and it's going to be different for each person. It's so incredibly different. That's why if you uh, teach this as a general teaching, it works to some extent. But at some point, you or me or any of us, you have to meet uh, a true teacher. I'm not making any claims for myself being that. Only you're going to. Only you would know that. Don bowing is my thought that you're a true teacher of my projection. Yeah, um, always. Everything is a projection. So I'll just look. So what that. are you doing here? Learning. Yeah. Okay. You got it. That's that's what you're doing. You're here to learn something. Thank you. Ivan Bowing. Yes, Ivan. Um, I have a degree of embarrassment or, or perhaps shame um, in that I have not followed your basic instructions of um, face. Yeah, I know it. That's don't don't <laughs> lay it on me too hard. <laughs> uh, your basic instructions of um facing the wall sitting and facing the wall yes and um so i hesitate to ask you for further um uh direction when i don't even follow that basic you're, you're not unusual uh, everybody's you know doing stuff behind my back <laughs> <laughs> or not, or not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, you should you should come forth. Is that embarrassing? I, for myself, I, I mean, I'm embarrassed. Um, I am embarrassed of myself. I don't suspect you're embarrassed of me, or I'm embarrassed of you, or I'm certainly confused, especially at this moment. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me. What's your question? What's up with the sense of embarrassment uh, in front of you? So, so I think it's just if you're you're looking at someone uh, that you, from your experience, you see that they basically are just looking at you. They're just they're just on receive. They're just receiving. You you might have the feeling that they're receiving things about you you'd prefer not to be seen. Hmm. At least that was my experience of meeting the uh, Vidyata, the Chogyan Trungpa. Felt like he could read my mind. I don't think he needed to read my mind. He all he had to do is uh, just look at me and he could see I was nuts. And then I was all tied up in my thought patterns. It was, it was very embarrassing to meet him. But I, I uh, did it anyway. I just. And kind of stubborn about it. So a similar might be a similar situation for you. I don't know. I don't detect any. Doesn't look like you're particularly embarrassed. Mm. Maybe. Well, uncomfortable anyway. So. Take a nap. I did that earlier. <laughs> Way ahead of me. So what I'm saying by that, I'm saying. Just relax. The relaxing into the discomfort is, is part of it. Just 
just do it anyway. Just relax into it mm -hmm. if you can. That doesn't you know, isn't going to solve every problem, but it at least allows us to be there and receive whatever's coming from from the teacher, from the teaching, from the from the community. All three are important. Thank you. Nice show. Nice show, Bowing. Yes. Do, do other emotions and feelings have that same transference when we feel it, what feels like with another, like with someone else? Yes. Um, and, you know, and I show it depends on the person, depends on the chemistry, depends on, I mean, you can go down and find 15 or 20 different ways that that can show up. And even that's a, an understatement. We are connected in so many ways that we don't even, can't even trace or recognize. So, but yes, it can, sometimes it shows up as what, empathy? Sometimes uh, can just be irritation because we can sense a person's confusion and other people are not sensing that. We're sensing that and we'd we would like them to be more responsible for their craziness. Or we, the other way around, uh, we're feeling embarrassment. Uh, what was it? Kevin perhaps was saying we feel embarrassment for someone who's in, who's in an embarrassing situation, and we feel embarrassed for them. So all of those are ways in which we it shows up that we're really not fundamentally separate from each other. We're, we're sharing this world. This is our world. This is my world. It's your world. Some people are so incredibly insane in it that they they build all kinds of partitions and opinions, ideas, conclusions, beliefs, and and they believe them so strongly and are so terrified that they'll actually kill other, they'll kill some of us to, because they're so sure that they are threatened somehow. And what is threatened? Something that is unreal in the first place, in every place self-centeredness, ego, there's, there's certainly a body here. There's certainly uh, everywhere, body, mind, complex, form, feeling, perception, concept, consciousness, the five skandhas, that's the description, the classical description, uh, does not add up to someone. And how does that break down? Is, I'm not the first one to say this, but the form is self-existing. It just has its own dynamics, form, the body. It's just the body. A feeling just has its own dynamics. Perception or perception impulse, just it's just perception. And then thinking, it's just thinking. Thinking is fine. It just doesn't get to drive the choo-choo train. What is it? It's just a passenger like everything else. Who's driving? There isn't anyone driving. There is no authority. Don't believe anything I say. I'm not here to convince you of anything. I'm here to uh, present the, the, the Dharma as I understand it coming down from the Buddha as best I can. Same thing with the six sense fields and their objects. Those are independent. Uh, the I mind is totally on its own. It's connected with other, you know, it's, there's a hallway where there's other doors, but they're just I mind, they're just I. It's just receiving the light, the brilliance, the roundness, the squareness, the distance of everything. It's like living in an incredible 
mosaic or painting all the time. Didn't mean to get all romantic there. Go ahead, Christopher. Christopher Valley. Um, my question is, can embarrassment ever lead to something that's non-poisonous? Probably. 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 I don't know. For, I don't know anything for sure, but probably. You got an example of that? You mean like an example of embarrassment leading to something that's not poisonous? Yes. I haven't. Uh, I haven't done that much thinking. Me either. I overthink. I underthink. We should team up. Under and over. I'd love to. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A question from Lyd, L-Y-D. Is that for Lydia or Lidocaine? There's a couple of other ones. I'm not going to use those. Go ahead. I am often self-conscious or embarrassed, so I carefully monitor my behavior. Should I be more concerned about being genuine rather than worrying about others' judgment? I feel like I might be nursing my ego. I wouldn't do anything with that at all. I wouldn't modify. The way I'm hearing you say that, the only thing I would emphasize is mind training. Make sure you Make sure you spend some time training your mind. Get to the wall, sit down. Don't have to be a Buddhist. Don't have to join me or anybody. But, uh, I think the, the three jewels, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha are important. Um, but the main thing is sit down, hold still, and watch the craziness of the mind without stopping it, fluffing it up, or accepting it, or ignoring it. And then that area that you're asking about there will start to resolve itself in a way that you had not expected. Especially if you do nothing with that at all, but just the only thing you add in there, I'm not saying, for all I know you're sitting three or four hours a day. And if you are sitting three or four hours a day, I hope your eyes are open. I say I hope, I hope for much, but that would be a good one. Have your eyes open so all the sense deals. Because as soon as you close the eyes, everything else gets the same message and it shuts down. That's why it feels like but samadhi, not samadhi, it's not um, mindfulness necessary. Keep the eyes open, take it on the chin, you got it coming. You're here, of course, more stuff's going to happen. Any other questions? So go on, is there a fire burning behind you? I'm bowing. Yes. Thanks for confirming that. Jason bowing. Yes, Jason. Um, there have been some moments when I've asked you questions or we've had a brief uh, interaction and um, I think it usually involved you complimenting me. And I, I afterwards, I felt some embarrassment 
in, in a situation where maybe other I would normally actually kind of feel pride. What is that about? You normally feel what? Pride. I don't know. You, you might have a better handle on that, the way you're describing, the way you're questioning. You might have a better feeling of what's happening there than I would. If you have a, a more specific question, uh, if you can, if you can turn that around a little bit and make it more of something I can respond to, without making assumptions about your your, per, your person, your personality, what you're dealing with in your life, and so on. So, can you do that? Or? No, I, I was just noticing how it was something that, in most situations, it would feel like one thing, and then on the other hand, and then when I'm talking to you specific, no, in those moments with you it felt like something else and I didn't know what that was. And so I was asking about that. I, I don't need any other information. Okay. I hear you. I, I can't respond in a way that, that has any, any kind of uh, edge to it that would, would be come close to a response to a question. Sure. That, that makes sense. Thank you. Bye. Certainly. Further questions? When, when, when strong emotions and energies arise, as soon as we, as soon as I label embarrassment, you mentioned that as soon as we label that, it's already shut down or stop looking deeper. So how do I perceive? It, I, I, it's a very good question. It's just a matter of practice. Nothing lasts. And one of the things that does not last is our, is our uh, uh, concluding something. But if you conclude once, that's not too bad because that's just kind of impulsive. But then if we conclude on top of that, the next thing we know, we have 15 or 20 conclusions. It's like laminations over that. So you can't see what was originally there. So I would say a little bit, and as you hung as you've heard me say many times, it's not about correcting or doing something different. It's about being aware of that particular dynamic, how that's showing up. That's in the sitting practice of meditation over time will help you. There's no guarantee, of course, but the way it looks, it will help you see more uh, radically into whatever arises. So instead of something arises and there's a knee-jerk reaction to just add on ideas about what that is, name it classify it, blame something for it, you know, that tends to start to lose its traction the more we just bring our awareness to just the radical movement of the mind. The very, uh, what is it, uh, um, you know, names or uh, words are failing me, but a, a very simple approach to the mind stream rather than one that gets us wound up in a in a knot that keeps saying to us, you can figure this out. Just just keep working on it. If you can just figure this out, maybe this will work. Maybe that'll work. Maybe I should talk to him or her. Maybe I should, 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 should. But to just bring a mind down to stillness, not maintain, not, not uh, macho stillness, but just stillness. And then silence, of course. The silence is turn off the noise-making machines or whatever. Sit still and and watch what continues to move as you've been doing. Just have to do a lot of it because it doesn't show up 
what is happening there doesn't have a result quality to it because that buys back that that is the is the the transaction that happens in the relative world of doing something and getting somewhere doing something else and getting credit doing something else and winning you know about this you're you know you've been studying uh, languages you've studied uh, uh, you know uh, you're intelligent not a compliment particularly just an observation you're an intelligent woman and you know about doing this and getting that, doing this and getting that. And the practice you're doing now, if you're listening to me, is not about getting anywhere. It's not, you don't have to get anywhere because what you're looking for, you are. But you have to see this. If you're interested in this, I'll do everything but push you off the cliff. You might have to jump yourself. And so I'm not talking about suicide or anything horrible. I'm saying it's the feeling of getting right to the edge of your true identity and then wanting to withhold a little bit, uh, you know, sometimes a lot, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just going to keep on practicing, but I am not, I'm not going to walk through that, that forest with too many shadows. It's too scary. It's too difficult. I know, I know about it. I'm saying you can do that. You can do that. And you should do that. And you know, what else are you going to do with your life? But why not realize your true nature? Buddha nature is just a word, we're talking about true nature. You could call it Buddha nature, awakened nature. So the very thing you ask about, it's just a matter of repetition. Just keep coming back to that. And you'll notice that'll slowly start to collapse because you're no longer feeling it. It has to, even the ego needs fuel. It needs passion. I really like this. This is really great. We're really getting somewhere. Uh, I think we're on the right track. Uh, it needs aggression. That's terrible. That shouldn't be happening. I got to stop doing that. I'm all done with those guys. If they come in here one more time, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. Or the animal is ignorant, ignoring. We're just we talk about this many, many times. And those three, keep an eye on. You don't have to shut them down. That's artificial progress. Don't eat it. Just, just be. And it's difficult because it doesn't feel good to have negative emotions and feelings go through your mind stream. Because the ego is right there commenting, you should stop feeling this way. You shouldn't feel, you shouldn't feel jealousy. You shouldn't feel anger. You should be kind or good or whatever. This is, uh, this is the ego's, to put it literally, bullshit. It wants control and it wants to be the one who attains awakening. And there is no one. It's, uh, it's uh, disappointing on the one hand and it's absolutely fantastic on the other hand. Because you're liberated from the the cage that you might have been in your whole life. Yuho Baoying, is there any difference between embarrassment and just embarrassment? Um, embarrassment and just embarrassment? Hmm. Say that again. Yuho Baoying, that means hi, teacher. You know what? I know what it means. <laughs> I know that one. I know a couple easy ones. Go ahead. So my question is, is there any difference between embarrassment and just embarrassment? So I'm going to respond to that in the way that you seem to be saying, but I'm definitely receiving 
is the, the, the embarrassment itself is just, it's just a, an emotion of feeling, but uh, the name, naming embarrassment actually prevents us from feeling deeply that, that embarrassment, which actually would help us transcend our, because there's no one who's embarrassed. It's an astonishing thing to have intense feelings, emotions come through your mind stream and have no one experiencing it. It is a liberation. I'm not here to promise you anything. You, you may, as uh, Nagarjuna said, you may realize, uh, you may uh, attain enlightenment, you may not. You may, you may, you may not, but you're certainly not going to attain it, or less likely, unless you work at it, try. Bring yourself back to the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, the three jewels, back to the cushion, back to watch the mind, observe the mind. And that, so coming back to your question, um, the idea of embarrassment, if you leave the feeling of embarrassment for the name of it, it's kind of hard to do that because embarrassment is pretty convincing. But it isn't like you can just, anger is not quite so convincing. You can get away and blame what caused the anger. But when it comes to what caused the embarrassment, it goes right to the, the, the fictitious self-centeredness itself. So that self-centeredness, that ego, that pride, that, that, um, that narcissism uh, does not want, it's trying to find some way out of this. And one of the ways to get out of that is to go to the idea of embarrassment, which is, I think, what you're asking about. Just embarrassment. Embarrassment, and the embarrassment is the embarrassment, then just embarrassment could be a way of backing out of the embarrassment into, well, it's just embarrassment. I was just embarrassed, which shuts down on the, that particular emotion uh, or surfacing of that particular form of consciousness that shows up that way, that actually is, is pointing directly at the, uh, the insubstantiality of uh, the imaginary self or narcissism or the seventh consciousness of, in the yogi Chara tradition. So it's, it's, show, it, it's a painful way of pointing, but it's there. Another question from Jethro. Okay. What do you advise people do if they fall asleep while sitting? Asking for a friend, definitely not me at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> if it's for your friend, then I would say fall asleep. So, and I, this is something that comes up. I, I've been taught other things. All of us have been taught techniques for staying awake. Please don't. If you're listening to me, then listening to me. Don't try to stay awake. Fall asleep. Also, don't be un... Uh, 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 meditation is not something unnatural. It's not some special, unnatural thing we do. Although, from the point of view of our busy life, it's kind of bizarre that we're going to actually sit down and do nothing. But it's, a, it's just a, kind of a, a gap that you sit down and you don't do anything. But if you fall asleep, you're probably sleepy. You could also not meditate anymore. You could get off the cushion and go lay down. You could take a nap. Some people sleep sitting up. I know uh, someone I met where I, I was at the mountain seat ceremony of uh, Soheki Jisama in Kamo, Japan, in about 1992 or Anyway, I was at his mountain seat ceremony in Tamo, and uh, and he he was telling my son Mason, who was also a monk, 
he was saying that when he lived, uh, stayed at uh, at the monastery at uh, Aheji, which was uh, Aheji was uh, a monastery founded by, uh, I think it was founded by Dogen Denji, wasn't it? Yeah, in the 13th century. And he, he said he actually trained himself and learned how to sit totally straight up and go sound asleep. And of course, he's facing a wall, so they can't see if his eyes are open or not. So, yeah, he, he, uh, he slept. Is that wrong? No. Doing exactly what he wanted to do. So, I'm not saying you should do that. I'm saying you should fall asleep or take a nap. Uh, notice what it's like to fall asleep. If you're facing a wall and you fall into the wall, you probably only do it one time. And then you don't know if that wall is there. Take a, say, uh, it wakes you up. No, not now. And as far as your friend, um, yeah, but then as far as Jesper doesn't, is it Jesper? Yeah, he doesn't have that problem. Okay, gotcha. Uh, okay. A question from Nettie. Nettie. How to get rid of fleas on my dog without killing? If we kill, what advice? Kill them. It's not about not not killing you. You can't help but kill some living beings everywhere. You can't walk down the street without stepping on, in the summertime, stepping on ants. You can't help but kill. The idea is keep it to a minimum and be very responsible for anything that you take its life. When I say responsible, it's not to blame, but you have the ability to respond to what it is. So it's, I know it's not... Uh, uh, a one-off solution to every uh, situation. We have to actually bring our awareness to the situation, be responsible for that being who is alive that we're about to end their life. So you're part of dependent origination. You're not some highfalutin person that's going to be better than everybody else because you never kill anything. It's quite irritating to, to when I say irritating, I'm not saying it, that they're wrong, but people quite often get so confused uh, with their mind stream that they try to do helpful things uh, for whomever, people that are people or animals or anything that are in distress without seeing the big picture, which is the big picture is that's the word where you need to work on it. Where is it? In your mind stream. You're not separate from anything you're fighting. You're not separate from anything you're supporting. But if you go out into the world, then, you, then you've, you've actually given up the complete fundamental solid integrity of your mind stream to, to the world and you it's like going into a, a forest fire with a bucket of water you might feel really good I, at least i'm doing something i'm and I'm asking, you might you might get some credit for yourself by doing that but but the, in order to deal with that with that forest fire you you have to deal with the nature of fire a big wide uh, metaphor there but People marching and everything. I'm not saying you shouldn't, you couldn't do some of that, but the fundamental situation is um, a misunderstanding about the nature of reality, fundamental uh, primitive beliefs about the nature of reality, according to the Buddha Dharma, but thinking there are separate beings. 
and, and that, that you aren't completely responsible for everything all the time. I don't care if it happened three years ago and, and 50 miles away, that's you're responsible. You need to respond to everything. That doesn't mean you're to blame. Well, it's difficult. I could talk to anyone personally about that. I don't mean we should save the whales, of course. I'm saying we should, we should really look at how that shows up as an issue or problem. Look deeply into the dependent origination that happens there. It's just, we can't go off and just snip off the head of the situation. And so therefore I would say, with, your, with the fleas, you're gonna have to kill those fleas. Because, I mean, you don't kind of get off the hook. You don't need, there's no hook to be on. Take care of your dog. Please will be fine. If you don't understand, then maybe I've not connected with the nature of your question. Maybe you have to get some help from someone else. But I, I would take care of that dog. We're good. I think we're going to close now because when you said so. No stuff, and besides, the computer says low battery. Who can I make feel ashamed because of that? Feel ashamed? Okay. The Jisha feels ashamed because she didn't plug it in. Yeah, we have a fix for that. You just got saved. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to stand up because I'm old. You guys can stand up. May the merit of this penetrate into all places so that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, the great Prajna Paramita. O Buddhas and Bodhisattvas of the Ten Directions and the Three Times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Sokokoji Buddhist Temple Monastery. Our Sangha, families, friends, and visitors. Heal everyone who is in happy, sick, or suffering and fill them with light. If you value the teachings of Sokozan and you would like to support his teaching work and the functions of Sokukoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, which also supports monk and practice residents, please consider giving a donation by visiting our website at sokukoji.org.